Hello and welcome to the Stumbling Through Podcast, Episode 1. I'm your host, Robert, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Kaylin and Antonio. With Stumbling Through, we'll sort of just be sharing our experiences as we stumble through our 20s. We'll be talking about lessons we've learned and our methods for tackling the tricky obstacles that life kind of throws at you. On this episode, we're discussing how we met and making friends, as well as maintaining those connections. We hope you enjoy this episode, and let's dive in. So let's start with, <laughs> we can add this part in how we have no idea. Yeah, we're trying we're to doing. re-record it so it sounds better, but oh, here we God. are. Okay, so yeah, we'll start off with like, yeah, we're re-recording this because our f- first episode was so absolute trash. No. I'm embarrassed for us, but I literally, yeah. yeah, I tell every person that I show the, the pod to I just say, don't listen to episode one or two. Start from past Three. that point because they're so bad. Yeah. And then they usually listen to them and I'm like, I told you so. Well, right. I told you not to listen to We were to just them. all over the place, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, no, I we had... We were getting used to it, you know? Yeah, Wasn't but also like bad. we... Well, we added like questions that we like answered and then it yeah. like went on a better flow, whereas like we just rambled. Yeah. Yeah, it was a and, lot like, of rambling. not a good ramble. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It was cringe okay, cool. rambling. All right, okay. sweet. Yeah. Well, we're re-recording because, uh, yeah, we need it. We, we can't have that out in the <laughs> open for people to hear. It's that bad. Uh, we're realizing well, people are starting from episode one since we're still such a small podcast, <laughs> and we want to make a great impression. So yeah. it's kind of our main yeah. reason. But we didn't yeah. have mics. We didn't have an idea. We didn't have a good vibe, a good flow, yeah. you know? Vibe was so there, here, flow was not there. Yeah, flow Vibes is are always non-existent. <laughs> so here we are, fixing all of that for all of you because we want you to have the best of us. Yeah, at our and, worst sometimes. And that does lead us into <laughs> just how we met. So yes, I mean, oh, dude, I did you forget I, already? I always suck <laughs> at like <laughs> telling the story about how we met. But the gist of it, the gist of it is, and you guys can like interrupt at any point, but like me and Antonio had met initially, I think our, our second semester at Cal State Long Beach. And then I think before that, like we'd seen each other around the dorms and whatnot. And yeah. Shout and I always, out Beachside. Shout out Beachside. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I always thought he was a rad person. And then we got to work on a few marketing projects together, uh, which led us into marketing. God, God knows what number it was, but a marketing <laughs> course in our last semester at Cal State Long Beach which is where we met Kaylin. And then uh, we all got along pretty well. And I think just randomly in February, uh, Kaylin was like, yo, what if we just made a podcast? And me and Antonio had always wanted to start one. And we had plans on starting one like before the pandemic hit. But uh, yeah, and then I don't know, things just kind of fell into place, I guess, at that moment. And we were all super down. And here we are now. 13 episodes in. 13 episodes in, re-recording. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we recorded a few of them. <laughs> These were well, a hot mess. Yeah, we were jobless. We had no ideas. 
Mm-hmm. We were absolutely just down in the shits. Yeah. So we were like, let's start a podcast with no microphones, no experience, no audacity, nothing. Yeah. And we <laughs> lived in SoCal where uh, everyone has a podcast. So we decided, why not us too? Yeah. Um, let's be different. Yeah. But like, let's not. be different and start a podcast. <laughs> so we just created Stumbling Through and we wanted to kind of make it revolve around just stumbling through your 20s and stumbling through college and you know life lessons and whatnot so yeah you explained how we met perfectly like we literally met in college we met Mm. through virtual school which was absolutely just not great yeah and we were in project like we did projects together and then we actually met in person for our first big project together shout out i'm not gonna say the company name actually they don't <laughs> they get no free advertisement here <laughs> pay us um, run us that check yeah we did a lot for y'all and you know what we got sass we got sass <laughs> honestly <laughs> but no yeah like you explained it perfectly it was an easy way that we met very lucky very fortunate very thankful yeah definitely all right that kind of so. leads us into our topic for the episode which is you know how to make friends in college or really just how to make friends in general because we live through a very odd time with the pandemic and you know we have that kind of viewpoint as well but I mean what were your experiences making friends in college well this was brought up in the first version of this episode that we uploaded but I'm a huge friend mixer which at the time when we recorded I had no idea what that term meant but now I do and yeah I'm a huge friend mixer which I think that helps with making friends but I I think I don't really have a formula for it or a nice (laughs) equation that I could give you guys but I think the main thing is just being nice to people that helps a lot and being genuine and authentic to like who you are definitely gives off a vibe that people will enjoy or not I mean if you're a shitty person then people aren't gonna like that but yeah I just think kind of putting yourself out there being nice smiling just being cool yeah i think that goes a long way and um especially in in college like you'll be walking through campus and people will just have their head down listening to their headphones but you never know if like you spark up a conversation with someone while you're at the library or like if you were in our case we had a bar on campus if you're just sitting there doing homework like drinking a beer or something asking someone who maybe you've seen in one of your classes if they want to like sit down and study together that's another way to do it yeah you you just you have to put the effort out there yeah i don't know it's weird to like talk about how to make friends because i I, because you kind of hopped around colleges too initially so then it might have been weird in that sense well i don't know i think i think you would you would have had an easier time starting freshman year with like other freshmen as opposed to transferring yeah Yeah, no for sure and that was one of the fears that i had in high school was i mean we i can't remember if we talked about this in another episode anyways i out of high school i went to u of a for a year and a half came back home from school went to community college for two years and then obviously went to long beach for my last two years and in each place i feel like the social life was so much different i think at u of a it was obviously very party centralized like you make your friends to go get drunk with them to like go basically go party with them and that's what it was Mm -hmm. multiple days out of the week like that's pretty much what your friendship revolved around community college there was no social life for me pretty much i hung out with my friends that 
I knew from high school or like my childhood friends, but there I didn't put the effort out. And I think that if I did, it might've been a little bit different. And then obviously at Long Beach, like I feel like that's where I learned how to put myself out there in like an authentic way versus like looking at everyone and saying, oh, who can I like go out and party with? Or like, who can I, whatever it might've been, whatever like mindset it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was very good. Yeah. Kaylin, what about your experiences? Let's be honest. I didn't really leave college with a lot of friends. You, you know, she. I guess she, I like wasn't really that social in college. Like I met people in my classes and they were like, class friends but not the way that you guys are like i did i will say like joining an organization or a club will really help because it'll you like internet said like putting yourself out there um to meet new people will of course help a lot and that's what i did i did join a sorority for a year and i'm still really close to my big but i really don't talk to anyone else and that's it's on me Ooh, on me that's my bad but um yeah, like the advice that I would give, because I don't really regret my decision, though, because I feel like for myself and, you know, what my therapist and I talk about, like, I naturally just kind of have this guard up. So, like, it was like I was the person walking in with my headphones and I'm a commuter. So, yeah. like, commuting to Long Beach, you know, I just wanted to go home after school. Um, So I would say, like, the way that I made friends is I, you know talked to people in my classes the first thing I would ask is like oh this is this class right (laughs) on the first day (laughs) to the person that sat next to me um and they'd be like oh yeah I'm like okay like I'm Kaylin like I'm gonna sit next to you you know like just putting yourself out there in the smallest ways and like I can't say like being kind and like being friendly for the right reasons like not you know not just to pass the class but like to genuinely make connections with people Um, that's really important is vibing and connecting with others but I'm really happy with the way that I made friends and held on to created a smaller circle of friends but of genuine friends Mm -hmm. Um, like the way that I hung on to you guys was like we connected through our interests and even our dissimilar like our like our dissimilarities that bring us together because we like get to try new things together and do talk about new things but yeah I think like Antonio said like being kind and being genuine and being authentic you'll attract those that are meant to be around you and it's okay you know to be like me I probably left college with like five solid friends from Long Beach like I still have Mallory of course but yeah I think I had a little bit of a harder time you know making friends in college Mm -hmm. yeah I kind of uh started in community college so there like Antonio was saying it was a little bit more difficult to form friendships and whatnot because everyone just kind of has their head down you know they're not there to really meet people in my opinion they're just there to like go to school because most community college kids are working as well uh so then they're you know tired or they're like on a tight schedule um so then many of us just never got involved in clubs or groups or went to events so yeah I didn't really make too many friends in community college I kind of just stuck around with my uh my high school friends for a while and that's what I feel most people did uh who took that path as well but yeah it wasn't until I went to Cal State Long Beach where you know you you of course declare a major and then you know semester after semester you're taking uh major specific classes with that like build upon each other so then oftentimes you'll see you know people that you saw in your like preliminary course uh in future and later courses so then it's 
I don't know. It was much easier for me to form bonds because then we had some sort of like common theme going on and you just slowly start to form that friendship, which is, I think, kind of what happened with like me and Antonio. You know, we had had a marketing course our first semester. Uh, we'd seen each other. We didn't really like know each other. And then through future marketing courses, we just became closer and closer and closer. But yeah, I don't know. And like Kaylin, like you were saying, I I don't really have too many like lasting friendships from Cal State Long Beach, but I did make an effort to really like put myself out there by taking up uh, on campus jobs and like volunteering opportunities and uh, trying my best to get involved with clubs and just like trying to balance everything. But yeah, I, it's it's tough, man. And it's tough. Yeah, I think you have to be comfortable with going through. I mean, for everyone, like going through periods of just either having no friends or having the bare minimum amount of friends, you know what I'm saying? Right. In order to really like form, I think, authentic, genuine relationships where you're not like desperately trying to, I don't know, meet people because then, you know, like you guys are saying, you're not yourself. And yeah, for me, getting involved and trying to say yes to the majority of like the opportunities or things that my friends invited me out to was the best way for me to meet people, even though I was uh, deeply like, like I had a bit of social anxiety going on. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's (laughs) such a big part of it too, especially when you're, well, especially when you're going into a new school or like a new environment and stuff like that, having that social anxiety is so normal. Like we, there's people out there who have tons of friends. Like personally, I have a lot of friends and not all of them I'm super, super close to, but like I do have a lot of friends, but when I'm placed into a new environment with people that I don't know, I get like, a little bit anxious and like kind of feel out of place but then I like start to warm up and you just have to think about it in the way of like if you if you act like yourself and people don't like you then those aren't people that you want to be around anyways but if you right. are yourself and they like you then awesome but don't change who you are based off of the people that you're surrounded with stay true to yourself know yourself like know your self-worth all of that stuff and I think that's a key to finding lasting friendships too. If you can be yourself and like be true to what you really feel inside, then if people perceive that in a positive light, then sick. Those are people that you that you want to surround yourself with. Right. I wanted to add too, like not leaving or like leaving college without a lot of friends didn't leave a negative taste in my mouth about college at all. I think the minor friendships that were just friendly they weren't Mm -hmm. deep the way that your guys's are with me those still left really long and lasting impressions on my life Mm -hmm. because those friends that i made like those were really good times like the group projects the laughs like people picking up scantrons for me because i forgot them me texting (laughs) oh shit i'm not going to class right now please send me your notes very rare or like vice versa or like you know minor study sessions like even though those people and I don't talk now, those moments that we were friendly with each other, we both, like, the people that I were friends with, like, we all kind of knew, like, okay, like, this might be not be forever with us as friends because we're just classmates, but we still had a really good time with each other. And I think those little minor friendly encounters allowed me to see, like, there's still really good people out there. Um, in the previous episode, I talked about how, like, I kind of got, like, really fooked over before I went to college, and I had, like, a really bad trust issue with friends. We're not going to get into that this episode, but, like, I will say, like, 
those people that I became friendly with, like, I follow some of them still on, like, social media, and just seeing that they're doing well and that, like, we're still cool on that level makes me really happy Mm because there's still really good memories with them, even though I didn't walk out of college with them taking grad pictures, shooting off champagne in the fountain, you know? (laughs) Like, I still see them as, like, really good people, so... Yeah. I just want to add that in there. I still yeah, love I my think, experience. I think you need those friendships too. Like the classmate friendships, I think are super valuable, especially if you're trying to get good grades and stuff. Like if you pick out your group members and you know that they're like have their head on straight or serious about school, like obviously work-life balance, like want to have fun. If you're looking for a friendship outside of the classroom, then cool. Like, But I think having like those friends in class that you know will look out for you if you have to miss class or if you need help with something like don't understand a lesson that that you're going over whatever it might be I think having those relationships is super valuable even though they're like you said Kaylin not long time like lifelong friends that you're gonna tell everything to having that small support system or people that you feel care about you a little bit feels good and that's that's a great lesson to take forward with you and just you know for the rest of your life right like all your friendships aren't of course going to last as we've kind of made it clear but Mm -hmm. you can always cherish those great memories that you made and yeah just hold harbor those you know thoughts but we did we spoke about meeting friends but what is your guys's advice on maintaining friendships because i think that that's something that a lot of people struggle with especially like me because i'm not always the type of person to like initiate a hangout or yeah just initiate uh talking or something of that sort but what is your guys's advice on maintaining friendships well i think everyone is different and i think best way to maintain a friendship is to first off respect everyone's boundaries there are some people like you Robert like you don't like you just said like you don't always put in the effort not the effort but you don't always put in that type of energy to reach out to people to hang out and create big plans because that's just who you are and I think Antonio and I really respect that of you so we don't push you to your limit and we will ask you like hey like if you're ever you're freer if you and you know, your girlfriend want to come out and eat, like, let us know we're going on this date. Um, I think maintaining friendships is all about respecting boundaries. And some people are the type to always want to do things. And some people just aren't. But I think also friendship is a two way street and putting in like, if you're the type of person like me, I don't like going out a lot. So like, I'm willing to compromise like, okay, like before, you know, you guys hit the club, like, how about we just go to dinner before, you know, because I still want to see my friends like I'm like, I think people need to also be really willing to compromise like you know if you don't want to go out out you know and your friends are making an effort to see you maybe put in like that 40 percent to go meet them for dinner meet them for coffee before um not like you owe them anything i don't think anyone owes anyone anything but i think in a sense you kind of owe your friends that respect or at least say like hey like in reply and be like hey like you know i'm not really feeling up to it can we reschedule I've had, like, a lot of instances of people, like, kind of, like, blowing me off and not responding or, like, we make plans, like, they just don't show up. So weird. So weird. I don't know why people do that. But I think friendship's always a two-way street. And, like, even if you're not capable of doing something, still put in kind of the effort to respect those boundaries and, like, 
notify your friends, you know, if that made any sense. It's definitely a two-way street. And I think something that's commonly overlooked, because I feel like I've heard recently for some reason, a lot of instances where one friend feels like they're being left out or they feel like they're not as wanted in, the, in a sense of like the other friend, the friend that feels left out feels like the friend that is leaving them out doesn't want to hang out with them because their like priorities are in a different place or like they have other friends that they enjoy hanging out with more but it's like if you're gonna feel if you're gonna get sad or mad about your friend not hitting you up like you also have to think are you putting the effort out there as well because you know to be fair yes you can feel some type of way but if you're not putting in that effort either and you're not like making your feelings known then you can't expect the other person to exactly you can't expect the other person to read your mind all the time like that to me i think the biggest thing that helps keep my friendships strong is by being open with the other person and like letting my feelings be known letting their feelings be known to me and i hardly ever argue with my friends like or get into fights with them like i could probably count on one hand the amount of times that i've even gotten like super mad at one of my friends or they've gotten mad at me but i think it's like a relationship if you don't have the communication it's not going to work out right and you share information with your friends that you would share to a significant other or like you share what's going on how you're feeling or how your day is going like all that stuff so i think communication is the biggest part and treat it like a relationship like if if you were dating someone like you're not going to get mad at them if they're not putting in the effort but you're not putting it in either so you just have to remember that like everyone has their own lives yes you guys might be best friends but sometimes plans aren't going to work out you have to be flexible you have to understand that you're not always a priority in someone else's life, so. Right. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. That's what I was, I was trying to kind of say, but, like, I... I call you drift. I, I got I you. I am not articulate like that. You guys both said it well. Yeah, just setting boundaries, being open, being communicative, and, yeah, because that's definitely helped I, uh, my friendships in the past when I was, like, working a lot, super tired during, like, community college. Mm-hmm. Um, there'd be periods where I'd be kind of, like, flaky to events and, like, hangouts and whatnot, and my friends would continue to hit me up because they knew that I was just exhausted from working and they knew what I was going through and uh you know I was very communicative with them and yeah and we would try to yeah just be more flexible so I think like Kaylin something you mentioned was um maybe like hanging out before work or just trying to make time yeah I don't know in place of just, like the actual event right right or yeah like just like, like trying yeah. to like like Antonio said like put in the effort where effort is kind yeah. of due like you know all of us are busy but if you can take out you know an hour to go on Instagram a day like you can maybe do that to see your friends that have been trying yeah. to see you but mm-hmm. I know sometimes there are just times you do not want to see people and yeah, your yeah. friends should also respect that like you know a great example of this was for all of our listeners you know we apologize so much for it, but we did take a, like a couple weeks off where we like posted episodes late or like didn't post an episode at all. And like our group chat was literally filled with like, hey, for me, for example, I was like, hey guys, I'm like actually really going through it and I don't think I can record. Or like mm-hmm. if I'm non-responsive, it's because there's a lot of family stuff going on. And I was super open about it. And I think, you know, I'm not going to spoil your guys' tea, but like we've all had those moments in our friend group. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah. Like did, I, the, did that affect our work? Yes, but did it affect our friendship? No, because we obviously care about each other and our, each other's health and mental health and feelings as friends before 
podcasters. Yeah, I so, think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it affected our friendship in a positive way, like right. knowing that we can go to each other and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I know you guys will understand and like we feel comfortable enough going to each other and like that means a lot to me and I know, Kaylin, it sounds like it means a lot to you and Robert, I'm sure you are you feel the same way. Hell no. But, um, <laughs> hell, <laughs> hell to the no. <laughs> but yeah, just you got to be open with your friends like they're going to be the ones that are there for you when you're sad when you're happy like think about all of the times that they have been there for you and then if it's a lifelong friend multiply that by god knows what number and like that's how many more times they're going to be there for you right how has oh Oh, sorry go ahead oh i was just gonna say like and to the people that are listening to this like if you're the type of person to get angry at your friends for being too tired because they don't want to hit up a bar after a 10 hour work day or you know like don't do that you know don't do that agreed (laughs) definitely we're all going through it and you know try to be an understanding person like your friend's your friend that's tired most likely doesn't hate you at all. They're not trying to avoid you. Like, they genuinely just had a really long work week. Mm-hmm. Period. Continue, Robert. <laughs> well said. But I don't know. <laughs> I guess to to maybe close it off, I was curious to how the pandemic kind of shaped your friendships, whether it was in a positive way, a negative way, or what lessons you took away from making friends during uh, such a like crazy fucking period in time like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to think. It's okay I think it, so. I definitely stopped talking to some people that I was friends with at school mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Obviously, we weren't going to class in person and all of that. Like it, yeah. it sucks to think about. It sucks to know that like the friendship almost ended abruptly because of the pandemic but I also look back on it and think about how much of a blessing it was because I did grow like in specific like three new friend not new but like three friendships that I didn't really have prior to like being in lockdown and all of that and like was able to grow those friendships like into something that I didn't even know it would be so yeah it was like a blessing and, and a curse at the same time I feel like it's like that with a lot of things though like it's just kind of how life is like one thing kind of gets taken away but maybe five things pop up it, it was a weird time though like you're living a lot through social media or like through your phone and you can't see people in person but you know that like hopefully they're doing well and I think it was a good opportunity for me to reach out to people that I hadn't reached out to in a little while just to make sure that you know their families were okay they were okay And it wasn't that I was, like, trying to kiss ass or anything. It's just we went through a scary time in all of our lives. And I think it put into perspective how fragile life is and how quickly things can change, whether it be for the better or for the worse. So That was really positive. You're such a positive person. I, like, love that, even though you're so tired. Um, (laughs) No, um, as much as I want to say I had, like, a positive experience, I don't know. I feel like the pandemic and kind of making friends going through school living through a lockdown and quarantine and vaccinations and whatnot it really shifted my perspective on friendship and I don't think it necessarily made me closed off but it strengthened my relationship at home with my parents for sure um we talked about that when we talked about boundaries mm-hmm. um it strengthened my relationship with like my family like my older brother Christian my younger siblings Mallory like Mallory and I have always been friends. We don't fight. Even if we get annoyed, we're like, girl, I'm annoyed. Like, let's not, you know? Like, um, but 
we don't fight, but I feel like it strengthened my relationship with the people that I genuinely care about and want in my life forever. Um, for example, you guys, but like, for example, with Mallory, like we, and you guys too, we don't need to talk every day. We all know like stuff is going on. We're going through it. I can talk to you guys once a week. And that one time that I'm catching up with you guys or checking in with you guys, it's like, okay, that is enough for me to know that they're well. And if they need me, they'll reach out to me. So it strengthened a lot of my relationships stability, if that makes sense. Like, I know that these are genuine connections, authentic relationships where I feel that we are so secure that, again, since I'm moving away, I know that we're still going to be tight when I come back or while I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe I'll be married to John Cook and you guys will be flying (laughs) to Korea. Uh, either um, that or you're leaving us forever and you're gonna be friends with all the other bts members maybe but like so (laughs) so i'm super grateful i took it as a silver lining that the pandemic really did give me like really it allowed me to harbor really positive feelings towards the relationships that i wanted to keep and that i'll keep forever you know even if you we move forward from this podcast i know that us three you guys will be invited to my wedding, don't worry. And I will hope to like meet your kids and stuff or if you guys have kids. But in a, in a different light, I think it sheds some light, a positive light though, on people that I don't want to be friends with. Mm. Not because they didn't check in on me, not because I didn't check on them, but I think just the mentality that everyone was in, I really noticed that there were some people that were super sympathetic and knowledgeable about what was going on in the world. And there were some people that, just did not give a shit about humanity and those people i don't think i could ever be friends with not because it's like oh you're you don't believe in vaccines you're shitty no it's not because of that it's because like the the verbiage that came out of some people's mouths about like old it doesn't matter if old people get sick what the fuck like yes it does it does matter if old people are getting sick and dying even if you don't know them like there are some things that people kind of just let slip that made me think like do i want to be friends with these people no matter what your political views are no matter what you know your views on whatever is like a human life is a human life and i think that a lot of people kind of started to disregard humans during the pandemic for selfish reasons which i understand but it made it shed a lot of light on like who i don't want to surround myself with because it it made me harbor very negative energy and like i can't have that so i was okay with cutting some people out but the people that i stayed close with maintaining friendship with them it just allowed it to become more stable so Mm. i don't know yeah no i agree with both of you guys on what you've learned uh i feel like i kind of more so learn to be the initiator in communication with certain friends and like reaching out to them first and seeing how they were as opposed to just like like having them reach out to me if they were to ever actually reach out to me which is something that I'm not like used to doing and sometimes it makes me a little uncomfortable being like the initiator and things but yeah that and then um, I feel like the pandemic has showed us a whole other side to making and maintaining friendships through like you know, having Zoom calls or uh, FaceTiming with them more often, um, getting creative in different ways of like, like drinking with each other over Zoom or playing like (laughs) Jackbox or, uh, you know, just things like things like that. And those have certainly helped me in like relationships, of course, uh, because like in a long distance relationship, you really have to, you know, think of certain like different ways to just keep it fun, keep it exciting. And yeah, but like you said, it's really showed 
you know, the true side of people and has helped me kind of figure myself out more and see who I really want to hang out with and who I want to spend my, you know, time with. And but also on a side note, uh, even when you guys are like tired or like sad or you guys got other shit going on, you guys always kill it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like you guys are always so good at speaking and whatnot. And I'm talking in past tense here if you're a beginner listener, because we're really recording <laughs> this, as we mentioned. But yeah. Thanks, yeah. bro. That was really you nice of you. <laughs> you, Robert, you simply just do everything. For all of our beginner <laughs> listeners, Robert simply edits every episode, has to take all of our sound bites and put them together. He does everything, he's the yeah. king. Well, he's do the pure you guys, so. this would Yeah, this would not exist if Robert didn't exist just saying <laughs> so robert's life shout is out yeah shout out holy. to robert's family <laughs> mr uh, and mrs lopez thank you <laughs> but i guess yeah that's that's our take on friendships uh yeah. i don't know if you guys have any like closing thoughts or anything i think you guys have both said it extremely well i don't think that i have much to add but yeah be kind be genuine be authentic love yourself know yourself be good to your friends set boundaries respect your friends respect yourself is that good retweet did i miss heart did i miss one also uh when is the twilight marathon happening oh i saw that on my twitter gosh robert okay so antonio knows <laughs> netflix is finally releasing all Wait, twilight bleep movies their, bleep that name because uh they ain't paying us so <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> The vampire movie with the werewolf <laughs> and the and the and the pale girl. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and they are putting all of them on Netflix. Uh, so we're having a movie marathon. Oh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cap and act like I don't have all five movies, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, I But yeah. I might give it a watch. Maybe fly down. <laughs> but it's yeah, only we'll the have a first party. movie and the last, very last movie that are really good. Not really for good, some, but like yeah. just for for the trend, for the vibes, you know. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's you like know, a, I'll keep you know that, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll keep yeah. that in mind. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the I Heart Boobies wristband. Like you don't know why you're wearing. Oh no, you do know why because it's breast cancer awareness. But and it's like true. you bought it. Yeah, you bought it. You wore it. You represented it. That's how I feel about this movie, yeah. the movie series. Yeah. You bought well, thank it, you everyone wore it, for and listening. <laughs> yeah well thanks everyone i think this podcast was yeah a lot better structured and hopefully it gives you listeners a better idea of kind of who we are and how this podcast is because we know plenty of you guys are still listening in on episode one and that'll always be in (laughs) the filing cabinet you know we'll always have that episode but maybe not live maybe we'll we'll re-upload it at some point in the future yeah we'll see <laughs> at a hundred at a hundred thousand followers we will yeah. re-upload it so, so. start subscribing because we got a long way to go <laughs> all right but, i think yeah. that closes this episode yeah all right thanks Thank for you. listening everybody we love you sayonara thank later. you so much peace later peace later And that's a wrap for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we hope you guys join us on this journey. Follow us on Instagram at stumblingthroughpod to keep up with updates. And follow us on Spotify as well as Apple Music, as it certainly helps. 
be on the lookout for new episodes every Thursday. And if you enjoyed the intro and outro music, that was provided by our good friend B. Please go show him some love and find him on Instagram at Corduroy Lufa or on SoundCloud at Shoulderblade with two R's. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you and we'll see you next week. Peace. Fuck the fuck by the boxes.